Empires with Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! So nice to finally meet you, Spider-Man. You're Nick Fury. I'm not the one who dies, kid. I'm the one who does the killing. Let's get dangerous. Uh, why is my computer... There we go, right there. I was going to say, it doesn't look like it's recording, but now it is. Sweet. And... Well, there we go. That was a good episode. All right, next time on Two Broke Geeks. Great episode. Great episode. Sorry, yeah. we we may or may not have caught all that awesome stuff we talked about. I'm gonna sound well, like I'm talking very stuff. low this episode. I'm gonna keep it low key because uh, Angie's upstairs studying for a little bit longer, and then she's going to sleep because she's got a big test for one of her uh, classes that she needs to do well in for her degree so i'm gonna be kind of low class? Key this episode <laughs> talking my npr voice which class is it for uh I don't, one of the ones she needs to for her uh i know it involved they're in there her and leanne are in there talking about which teeth children get at certain ages and stuff like that so um it's for one of those dental classes. What? what? <laughs> oh, a dental. Mm-hmm. I was like, wasn't too sure where this was going. And it's like, uh... Nope, nope. You might need to get out nope. of there, buddy. It's, uh, it's, not like in the, it's not like in Halloween 2018 where Michael Myers just drops the teeth over the side of the uh, bathroom stall. That's what I was looking for. Sorry, the rabbit is behind me chewing on something, and it's kind of distracting. <laughs> Um, better start this episode officially. This is Two Broke Geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And today, uh, not like a boatload happened this past week, but we've got a few things to talk about. Uh, we've got a movie to talk about, and we got two TV shows to talk about. So, And there's a couple other things that uh, I did and have. And news-related stuff as well that I found out. Nice, nice. Okay, good, good. Um, man, uh, pick something to start with. Should we've got South Park? Okay, South let's Park. Start. I would say that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was the season finale. Although I've seen conflicting things. They. It's not the. Se- it's not the season finale. There's still like four more episodes. Okay, so. Because they, tr- I know that it, they called it season finale because Randy had like that, but it also just seemed like a season finale. But I've also seen that there's like one or two, or you say there's four more episodes. So, yeah, I was because I've been watching them on their website, hmm. and uh, on their actual website, there's like four more spots that say like coming soon or something like that. Okay, I believe you. I'm just surprised. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. It's been a very, like, as we're going to talk about, like, it's been a very bizarre season. Yeah, it really has. Uh, but, boy, did I like this last episode. <laughs> it was so I good. I really liked it. Uh, it had one of the mo- If I had to, it had the most, well, not the most South Park thing I've ever seen. That's hard to say after 23 seasons. But it had one of the most South Park things I've ever seen with that uh, migrant kid adoption center made to look like a uh, animal shelter. (laughs) Oh, that was so Holy shit. I was sitting in my living room just going, oh my god. God! Oh! And then, you know, laughing, and then they'd be like, and here's the Mexican short hair, and I'd go, oh my god! <laughs> the most South Park-ish thing they've done in years, where it's just like, how offensive can they oh, get? man, it really was. Oh. <laughs> I do find it interesting that they were, that they, they kind of did a mix of, 
of like they did their own thing as well as like did callbacks to their earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. Like I mean they've been doing that a little bit this year, but Yep. I don't know. It's just kinda interesting how how they kinda do random callbacks. Uh-huh. Well uh and like getting ready for their Thanksgiving special and then they get arrested. Yeah. I like how they looped back to a uh, little bit of political satire back to Mr. Garrison as president uh, <laughs> sitting watching yes. himself. Well, poop. Oh, my God. And um, Randy, the whole town being fed up with him being uh Tegrity Farms guy it was really funny. <laughs> and and I, my, I still think my favorite is the kids. Like the whole the kids are playing like football in the mm-hmm. park, and the kid get and uh, the and whites the w- <laughs> kid gets killed by a car. So terrible! But every time the whites show up, I just love it so much. Nobody cares about the whites. If this was a yeah, why the whites get killed by a police car and no one no cares, one about, cares that. about that? If the police kill a white, nobody cares. There should be protests. <laughs> listen, listen, Esteban. Like now that you're a white, things are not going to be safe for <laughs> now you that anymore. You're a white, life's going to be really hard. <laughs> I like at the end when they try to make him wear sunscreen. In the whole episode, he's just been trying to, say, you know, where are my parents? And the only thing anyone knows how to say in Spanish is "bueno y tú." <laughs> Bueno, he and trying to make him wear sunscreen, and everybody thinks he's Mexican Joker. <laughs> It's so great. It's like I'm like, oh my god, can this? I can't wait to see where they take oh, this now. God. It is so insane. That in the Halloween episode, after getting off to a pretty rocky start for the season, oh man, I can't believe how funny it's been the past couple episodes. Listen, Mister Randy, we have you on tape, like destroying other the tweaks properly. Yes, I took a dump. But maybe I was setting a trap for Mexican Joker. Mexican Joker. <laughs> Did you ever think about that? <laughs> oh God. Oh my God. It's so I I can't wait if they decide to put in make a new game mm-hmm. and implement I some know. of this stuff. Still not enough stuff with the kids though. Like again, the kids were barely in this one. They had the scene with the football with the titty farts, titty farts. <laughs> Titty farts. Titty farts pubic mound. <laughs> Hike. <laughs> and that was kind of just the... Uh, yeah. So... Yeah. Oh, good episode, though. Yeah, but overall, good episode. Can't wait to... I'm assuming the next episode is not going to be for... Until January. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe they split the season in half again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of shows do that. And I know South Park has done that the past couple seasons. Yeah. And then uh, last week's watch. Well, by the time this came, this comes out, it would be two weeks Watchmen. Right, but well, this week, uh, uh, episode three of Watchmen instead of just episode. Yes. Because as we're recording this, I think episode four is on right now. Like as we're recording yeah. this, but we watch it a little bit late because we don't watch it live. We watch it on. I watch yeah. it on the HBO app or whatever. And but damn, it's so freaking good, so good. And um, the whole thing where um, she's actually Silk Spectre, but she also has taken on a lot of the attributes of the comedian. She oh, it's so good. With the whole episode, I love some of the things they're doing, like. Whenever the tension is about to wrap up, they start doing the tick-tock of the clock. And then I really liked her uh, parts where she was in the phone booth to Dr. Manhattan on Mars telling, like, really bad jokes like the comedian used to do. Uh, Yeah. And, um... Her with the big blue dildo. Her with the big blue dildo (laughs) was so... Funny. She had it in like that. I was like, uh, oh, what? God, that is so funny. Um, I like what uh, the implication is with her. She's so badass. I hope we get a ton of her. She's, oh my God. I hope we, yeah, I really hope there's more of her coming because her, what she does and what she brings to this mm-hmm. show 
it's just another layer. That whole bit with her and uh, Miss and Miss Midnight. Yeah, where she basically or Sister uh, Night. Yeah, you can tell she knows he must have been a Klansman because she. Oh uh, yeah, the the chief must she must know, <laughs> like. There has, so there's yeah. going to be some interesting stuff coming out of that. Um, I liked her whole bit. Uh, it made me laugh where she was with uh, Looking Glass and she was like checking her teeth. And she's like, you wear a mirror on your face. People are going to use it. And like keep messing with him in mm-hmm. his machine. Yep. So <clears throat> your racist machine. It's not, not a racist, racist machine. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I love him he's so much. Too. He's still mm. he's still one of my favorite. Like Looking Glass, the, that actor. Tim Blake is Nelson. So great. I've never seen him in anything I didn't like him in. Yeah, he is just and fantastic. even though he looks very distinctive, like he's got just that face. He's really good at still making all his characters pretty different. So, oh yeah. Um, the other thing I really liked in the episode is I still have no idea what is going on with Adrian Veidt. But remember last week how I said that it would have been more interesting if you hadn't known he was Ozymandias? Yeah. That's because they don't say until this episode that he was Ozymandias. Yeah, but most of us already figured that out ahead of time. Well, because, like, yeah... With with the casting yeah, and everything, but um, I don't know what the fuck is going on with him. But I liked that whole bit where he went, uh, he tried to send one of his clones to space with a homemade spa- or did send one of his clones to space in a homemade spacesuit, but he didn't survive. That was yeah. I don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> and then like his weird uh like thing he's going that's happening with uh the game yeah, warden. Yeah, what's that about? I don't know, but I was like, "Is the game warden another clone that he's just having fun with?" I don't, I don't, because it kind of looked like one of the other clones. Yeah, but the game warden also said something. <sighs> there was also some sort of implication that maybe the game warden is supposed to be keeping him, like he's the game and he's supposed to stay on the property. I don't, I don't know, I. This show has done such a great job of ask of making us ask mm-hmm. questions and then like biding their time for all the answers because mm-hmm. we get like little by little bits of what's going on with Adrian Vice, but not enough to fully understand what's no. happening. Like I'm still confused what exactly he's doing this entire time, but now we know like for a fact from everyone now that he is. Ozyma- yeah, he, he even put on yeah. his old Ozymandias costume right at the... To go mm-hmm. hunting, To go yeah. hunting. Um, there's still... Let's see. Tonight is episode four, so there's still five episodes after this one. And I have a feeling um, that hopefully they don't... What I really hope they don't do is... Because this is uh, made by Lindelof, who also did Lost. I hope they don't excuse me i'm got like a, they don't lost it up. yeah i hope what doesn't happen is that they just keep asking questions or setting up questions and not answering them right so yeah that's what i'm and you know another show i'm watching that's doing a really good job of setting up questions and that i think they're doing a better job this season than last season is i'm watching castle rock on hulu I still need to catch up on all of that. Season one, I'm going to tell you right now, you could skip it. Like, it's fine. It's a it's a anthology show like American Horror Story where every season is a different story. And yeah. season one was... What, you know how we keep saying, like, with um, Ozymandias' character that we don't know what's going on but it's only three episodes in so there's still time for them to like tell us what's going on with him yeah that's what castle rock season one was like for the entire season i never really knew what was going on and they didn't tell you at the end of the season they just kind of like gave you a 
maybe answer where it's like here's what it might be the answer to all these questions but we're not going to tell you if it really is or not right so it was not great this season however well yeah this season's i know this season is like one of the main focuses is Annie yep, Wilkes. and uh lizzie kaplan who is playing Annie wilkes is doing amazing at it um there is a murder this season of Castle Rock using a weapon that, well, not a weapon. I guess because it's used to kill somebody, it is a weapon. But let's say using an object that I never in a million years would have imagined anybody being murdered with. And if I did imagine somebody being murdered with, it would not have been the way she used it to murder this guy. <laughs> So if that All doesn't right. pique your interest, nothing will. <laughs> I watched it, and I've seen a lot. You know, we talk about horror movies a lot. You and I have seen a lot of horror movies. I watched this and went, oh! I did one of those. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! <laughs> it, sh it, it's, right. it legit shocked me. Um, plus, uh, a lot of the season is taking place in Salem's Lot, and they've started to hint at the possibility that there are vampires involved in this story. Uh, so you have Psycho Annie Wilkes and the possibility of vampires. So it's going pretty well. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll get a little bit more into it, like, but when I went and saw Doctor Sleep, mm -hmm. there's a we there was like a there was like a pre, there's usually a pre-show. Sure. Before there's there a pre-show before my film that was specifically about mm -hmm. Stephen King, so it was a lot involving, um, like the extended universe and how Stephen King like hints at all these characters crossing mm -hmm. paths throughout uh, their this the Stephen King universe. I have to find oh, yeah, the chart. Oh, he absolutely does. I have books about it. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Mm hmm. In fact, in the book Dr. Sleep, this is something interesting. Um, in the book Dr. Sleep and in the book Nosferatu, uh, which is written by Joe Hill, obviously, who is Stephen King's son, uh, it, both of those books have references to each other in them. Uh, Nosferatu, the book, has a reference to the True Knot, who are the villains in Dr. Sleep. And part of Dr. Sleep has a reference to Charlie Manx, who is the villain of Nosferatu. Yes. Because nice. <laughs> um, they, were, they were both published in 2013, so Stephen and Joe were writing them at the same time. Yeah, right. so that's just a fun little fact. I realized the other day, I was like, oh yeah, Charlie Manx. Because the first time I read Dr. Sleep... I had never uh, read or seen Nosferatu, and now I have, and I'm like, oh, okay, Charlie Manx, that's right, I remember that guy. <clears throat> yep. Well, I mean, might as well talk about, about Dr. Sleep, now. yep. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts before we get kind of into it? Well, my thoughts on this are kind of complicated and weird actually because Dr. Sleep is one of Stephen King's books I don't love like I think I have the potential to love it except I feel like the book has too much fat in it if that's a one way to put it like I think there's a lot of details and a lot of like side roads King goes down that I'm like okay this could have been cut and this could have been cut and it could have made this story tighter and more interesting and then I sat and watched Dr. Sleep the movie the other day and they cut so much of that fat that even though the movie was two and a half hours long, I was like, holy shit, this movie doesn't stop to take a breath or explore anything at all. Like, it just goes and goes 100 miles an hour to the point where even though it was two and a half hours long, I felt like it might not have been long enough. Right. Or an hour and a half, um, however the frig long it was. Two hours long, I guess. It's... It's two hours, okay. two and a half hours. 
Um, I I mm. like the movie. Um, I I have my little qualms with it, but I enjoyed sure. it. I don't think it's um, bad. I just like um, my buddy Jeremy over at Dark Tower Radio, who is also a Stephen King fan. He really enjoyed it, so he didn't feel the same way about it I did, even though he has read the book. So maybe it's just to me. I I don't think it's a bad movie. There's a lot about it I did like. Yeah. Personally, um, I I wasn't a huge fan of Ian McGregor. Really, uh, I was not really big on it. It, it. His I don't know why. Just something about him. I was just like it. Just it it wasn't horrible, mm-hmm. but I it's it could be forgettable. Well, here's here's because, where I think it. Yeah. Here's why where I think maybe he might not be the best part of the movie is is because Rebecca Ferguson as Rose the Hat was so damn good. I was about to say she was my mm. favorite. I loved her she so was much. She was really And when she was first cast, I had never heard of her. And I looked at some pictures of her and I kind of went, uh, that's not exactly what I think Rose the Hat looks like. But then once they put her in like those kind of like hippie clothes and they put the hat on her and gave her like and then once I saw her perform, I was like, holy shit, she's so good. She is fantastic. Uh, uh, like I, she was like by far like anytime. And that's, I think, part of the reason mm-hmm. uh, uh the part of the reason why I think Ian McGregor's character was so mm-hmm. flat was because every time she took the scene, sure, like, he disappears. Like especially near <clears throat> the end of the film when they interact, it was just like, okay, whatever, I don't care. Just anything involving her, yeah, is, is like which by which that was the only real gripe I had, and it's I don't know if this is just because it's a Stephen King trope mm-hmm. kind of thing, but I thought this movie uh, kind of overplayed like uh, foreshadowed too much okay in what way i'm i don't know i like the scene where it comes up like where they talk about where like ian mcgregor's head uh, danny torrance's head and all the different mm-hmm. suitcases okay like they i thought they kind of dipped into that one too many times where i was just like okay we get it rose the hat's gonna get swallowed gonna be like tricked into possibly going in that in a box yeah well the the they used the trunks a little the whole end of the movie is way different than the book uh they used the the trunks in danny's head where he kept the ghosts from the overlook a little bit differently and i actually liked the way they used the ghosts in this film better than in the book because in the book uh, the only one that gets out is Horace Derwent, you know, the guy who says "nice party," and he, um, yeah. what does he do? Oh, he startles because in the book there's a lot more people in the true knot, and a lot of them make it right up until the very end. They, there's not like four of them that die in that shootout after Grandpa Flick dies. Um. So a lot yeah. more of them make it to the end, and one of them goes with Rose to the final battle as like her backup, and Horace actually ends up killing her. So, really, not killing Rose, but killing the girl, so that Rose has no more backup left. Yeah. Right. Um, so I actually liked the way that Danny still had them all in his head and let them out into the overlook which like i told you before doesn't survive the end of the novel the shining so it's not in the novel doctor sleep uh but i like in the movie how he lets them out and they get to feast on rose the hat and kind of be the way she dies i think that was pretty cool all right yeah i i was i was very into like how it ended Mm -hmm. like i really enjoyed it it made it made all the sense yeah. to me. I'll uh, tell you one thing about that look. end that really threw me off really hardcore was the uh, Jack Nicholson lookalike that wasn't really oh. a lookalike. Uh, 
you know, oh crap what's his, his name hang on like i'm picking it because he's from mm-hmm. et he um, he was the kid i was just talking oh, is it Howard. the kid that played elliot or the kid that played the older brother henry okay. thomas um i think he was the he was okay. the brother yeah that pulled me out of uh, but again i think it worked like because uh, also that's the whole thing with uh, Jack Torrance, the whole entire end of the movie is different than the whole entire end of the book. And um, at the end of the book, Dr. Sleep, I, Jack Torrance actually gets kind of a redemption because the way Rose the Hat dies in the book is partly because of Jack Torrance's ghost. He helps, yeah. and then he kind of waves at Danny. Because, spoiler alert, at the end of the book, Danny doesn't die. Dan lives, as opposed to the end of the movie where Dan dies. Um, and I wasn't really a super fan of Dan dying, honestly. <laughs> but um, in the storyline of this movie, it worked. Because um, yeah. he did essentially what Jack did should have done at the end of the movie The Shining which is run down to stop the boiler from blowing up so that Abra could get out of the hotel so man that 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 was another character I really I really enjoyed that girl was so good (laughs) she's like I was like I'm like I don't know I've never seen anything else that she was in but I I was like you put her in more Mm -hmm. things now is it just me or kid actors getting better um I think it's 50-50 cause there Mm. have been there's definitely been some that have been really cool sure but man some of these I guess some of these kids I'm not feeling Maybe. I guess I don't see a lot of movies with kids, but I'm thinking about her, the, you know, the girl that played Abra. I'm thinking about all the kids that were in It and all the kids that were in Stranger Things. So, maybe... Kid, well, like, I think the major films, like, the kids have been better. But, like, I when I was watching Into the Tall Grass, mm-hmm. like, I could care less about that kid. Sure. Okay. Yeah, you make a point. I'm. Yeah, I guess I mean I'm talking about like mega movies. I guess. Yeah. Th- those they've been really good lately. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't seen really any like huge kid actors lately yeah. in these films that I have not liked. But I that mean, that girl that played it, Abra with the uh, the scene after she's kidnapped when she's in the car with Crow Daddy. Oh my, yes. And she switches from being Abra to being Dan. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I was so like, cool. God damn, this girl is good. I like yeah. her. Yep, definitely put her in more stuff, please. Yeah. And Overall, I, if you haven't seen this movie, I we strongly recommend go check it out. Sure, it's worth your time. Just because I said I didn't, I I really feel like somewhere. I don't think it's a bad movie. I just. I don't know. I think there's a middle ground between the book and the movie where I would really love this story. And I'm not sure what it is exactly, but I did think the movie was really good. I do think Rebecca Ferguson as Rose the Hat is just astounding. (laughs) Um, I will say just my one other little like red-blooded American boy complaint. In the book, Rose the Hat is described as being naked a lot. And Rose the Hat wasn't <laughs> naked at all in this movie. <laughs> well, I cannot argue with that because I I totally be all for that as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know. So, yeah. And it is not unfortunate. And I was actually talking, I mentioned my buddy Jeremy earlier. I was talking to him about this because we were talking about how this movie doesn't seem to be doing too well at the box office. And I'm like, well, the marketing was kind of bad. Like, if you watched either of those trailers, it would be hard to say what that movie is about or why you should see it. So I think people just decided to skip it. And I don't think people should skip it. I think they should go see it. I agree. Um like was, like we said, like we both liked it. Mm-hmm. We both and we both enjoyed the hell out of it. We just had our own mm-hmm. minor and my our own minor qualms with it. But overall, great movie. 
<clears throat> you should all go check it out. Yeah, totally worth it. And we spoiled some things, but um, but that's what we do. Probably should have thrown a better spoiler warning in there. Um, we'll put a spoiler at the beginning. Of like I was gonna say, the title of this episode might be "In Which We Spoil Doctor Sleep" at m- minute, and then I'll put the minute in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be um, a funny yeah, title. But- other than that, oh wait, I remember what I was doing. I had my phone. I was like trying to remember what I was looking up, and I remembered because there's been a couple of little news things. Nothing super um, big, but they got uh, right uh, showrunners for a couple of. The oh, they Marvel got a couple shows. writers. They got a uh, horror a guy who's known for writing horror to write Moon Knight. He's also uh, let's see, where where is it? Uh, Jeremy Slater. That's him. Who also, hang on, I, let me pull up, pull up because there's a very specific thing mm-hmm. uh, that he wrote. Let's yeah, see. Jeremy Slater, he wrote him, no, he's developed. Uh, he wrote, he wrote the Fantastic Four. Okay. Or helped he, wrote the, the newer one. And he also developed the series of Umbrella Academy. And... Let's see. There was a couple other Death things. Note, I can't remember. Lazarus Effect. Okay. And the Exorcist TV show. Oh, okay. Um, and so. Then, <clears throat> there were parts of that. I didn't watch the whole series, but there were parts of the Exorcist TV show I thought were really good. Uh, yeah, it's not what that. I did it's see. The, because he was a writer for Fantastic Four. It's like, okay. And the She-Hulk series got a writer. To see who it is. Or if, hang on, I can find out. Okay, I mean, I'm not super yeah, looking it, forward to the She-Hulk series. I'm kind of interested in it, but uh, not like as much as I am for Moon Knight. Uh, oh, uh, Jessica Gao, who wrote on Rick and Morty, who wrote for Rick and yes. Morty. Yep, Robot Chicken and Silicon so, Valley. So looking like probably She-Hulk's going to be a comedy. Probably with oh, people. Oh God, Rick and Morty is coming on soon. But <laughs> yes, but also speaking on those note, those um, Mandalorian stuff. I Tuesday. can't wait. My sister is getting the the app, so I'm gonna bounce off of hers because I want to watch. I am that. also getting the app, and Tuesday is my day off this week, so I'm freaking waking up and watching the Mandalorian. And yes. that's probably what a lot of folks um, are going to be doing. More than likely, yeah. The DC app launch the DC Plus, Disney Plus. Yep, the same week. day this episode drops. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that came out or is coming out that I kind of fell asleep on. Really, we don't talk a lot about video games lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a game that just came out from Hideo Kojima. Uh, the new his new Death Stranding. I hope that's the same guy. The right Death guy. Death Stranding. Uh, the new Death Stranding. Sounds game. familiar. Yeah, it's a it's like a it's the, you play as Norman Reedus. Oh, okay. Basically. Yep. Yep. Uh, in like a post apocalyptic world where you have a baby attached to your stomach that can see like the past weird. or shadow. I don't know. It's a weird concept. Um, partially, it's like a like it's mostly story based where you kind of walk around. Um, I don't have the time or energy for those kind of games where it's like majority story and then you sometimes yeah, play. Yeah, that's difficult. Which that's what this feels mm. a lot like. I did that with basically Kingdom Hearts 3 and some of the Metal mm-hmm. Gear Solid games. And I'm kind of over it. Yeah, it's difficult to, uh, to deal with those kind yeah. of games. Um, and then coming out this when this episode drops, I think it comes out the day the same day or the day after the new Star Wars video game. Comes I keep out, forgetting uh, Fallen yes. Jedi or whatever. I completely forgot about Fallen this. Order. And I watched right? some gameplay footage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fallen Order. I watched some gameplay mm-hmm. footage of it, and I was reading on on about this game. I cannot I wait. You can customize your own uh... lightsaber. You can you customize your own droid. And you kind of start as like an apprentice, and you work your way up to a oh, Jedi I'm master. Not gonna be able to and the game like uh, gets, yeah, I know. I'm not gonna be able to get I'm it so for a poor. while. Oh God, 
You're making me want it. <laughs> yeah. I want it so badly because it's just partially because it's this new Star Wars game that looks interesting. I know, I haven't played it's a... It's like a third-person style. Yeah, I haven't played a uh, Star Wars game in a while because they've had a lot of online, multi-person kind of games going on, which I don't want to play. Yeah. And, and the really cool thing about this game is it's not really set like all the other Star Wars games. They say it's kind of more like you're playing a Dark Souls game, which okay. I've played... Those games are hard as balls, mm. um, but I like the construct of how they build mm-hmm. their game, where it's like anything can come at you okay. at any point. Uh, so I'm very excited to start playing. Yep, you're this. not making me want it less by describing it that way. <laughs> yeah, and also I believe this week, or I think this week, Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield comes oh, out. Yeah. I haven't played a Pokemon game and which I don't have a Switch yep, and I want to switch to play Pokemon. Yep, cuz I haven't been a Pokemon player in a long time. I freaking love Pokemon. Yeah, I know. We've I'd like to do uh, I don't know. I'd mo- I'd like to do new Pokemon, but also part of me only just wants to go back and play the old ones over and over again. Well, there's <laughs> well, now they've thrown, we've talked about this before, but they've added so much extra crap mm-hmm. to these games. Yep, I know. Like, like now there's like giant forms you can do, and like now it's like Pokemon evolve by like how well you keep them happy or hungry or whatever. Yep. Bullshit. Yep. I can't do that anymore. I'm like, no, just give me like they either level up by training them by stones. Or by trade. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's Give weird. me my scyther. Um, but yeah, there's a yeah, there's a couple f- cool things. Um, I try. Apparently, I was telling Matt earlier. I tried to go to the new Funko Pop store that's supposed mm. to be open this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was open already, but I guess it's not. I saw a picture on Instagram. Who was it that was there that I saw? Was it Carla? What was that? Was it Carla from the Butcher Babies? Yes, Carla, right? Carla Harvey? Yeah. 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 Yeah, she was there. Right. Um, hmm. I know, and I'm like, I just want to... I know where it is. It's very easy to get to. I just want to go. Sure. Yeah. Uh, um, it's got to be open soon, huh? It, I thought, yeah. It's if weird. they had like an opening um, for it, they had like a red carpet event, I guess. Okay. Okay. Um. Ooh, more film news. We haven't talked about this yet. Um. I'm excited, and everyone else, most people I know, seem to be weirdly irritated. Uh, Blumhouse just put out their first trailer for their Universal monster movie, The Invisible Man. Yeah, I'm not really. Uh, I'm not really sure what people are upset about. I thought it looked pretty good. It, it's it's one of two reasons. One from one guy is like, oh, it's not the Universal monster I know because he's a scientist. Blah blah blah. Like. I'm going to skip this. It's just a revenge flick of a guy and a jealous, a, a jealous husband. And then another person is like, pretty much is like, it's not a universal thing. And I'm like, I'm like, no, this is a, I think this is a step forward for these films. Cause one of the problems, one of the reasons the mummy film failed so hard mm-hmm. was they tried too hard to make it inclusive with all the other with this with more universal monsters yeah just keep I'll it say simple this i i kind of get the it, it it is called the invisible man but i will say this much is that the invisible man is a novel by hg wells and this is yes. clearly not even remotely based on that book it is a, a whole new concept just using the same title um but that being said that doesn't mean it looks bad i yeah i'm very stoked for this yeah i like it and i like um oh god i'm forgetting her name elizabeth moss yes thank you i was gonna say i watch her all the time on uh, on handmaid's tale i like elizabeth moss she's a really good actor um 
the premise of him faking his own death to basically drive her crazy and torture her and keep his money is really i don't i'm looking forward to it i'll go see it yeah i'm very down Mm -hmm. Uh, that comes out in february and, and I'm not saying I'm, yeah. I'm not saying it won't suck. I'm saying the trailer makes me think I want to see it. Like it potentially could suck, or it could potentially be good. It is quite possible. I'm not defending it, saying it's going to be amazing. Just what I've seen so far, and mm-hmm. with Blumhouse's track record, um, majority of movies I've seen of theirs, I've really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't see that they have Black Christmas. I think they're doing Black. I think they're producing Black I Christmas. I think you're correct. I think they're doing the n- newest remake of Black Christmas. Yeah. Huh. So I'm I'm very down, and and I know everyone has their thing with the Purge, and mm. I've never seen any of, of those. I enjoy the Purge films. I am weird like that. Mm. Um. But I like I know some people are not so big on it, but I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. And especially now that they've had they've done such a great job with something like Halloween. Yes. Um, like Blumhouse is huge on the map right now. Mm-hmm. So I I I say go for it, do what you can. If they can make this work and make a universal like a dark universal <clears throat> monster kind of like like kind of shared universe out of this mm-hmm. yeah i'd be down with especially that. since there's already been kind of a different take on the invisible man before that didn't work they didn't call it the invisible man but uh the hollow, hollow man yeah yeah people kevin bacon kevin ba- i never saw hollow man but my memory is that most people didn't like it it's not good. Okay, that's what I thought. I, I saw it, and I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also, with films, I will also watch a lot of things. Sure, of course. Good or bad. Uh, yeah. That reminds me, I kept meaning to tell you this, and I kept forgetting until we were just talking about things that are not good. One of my Facebook friends posted the other day that they were watching a movie on Amazon Prime called butt crack I'm sorry what there is a movie apparently on Amazon Prime to watch I don't even know what it's about they just posted a still of the opening like shot of the movie with like the title card it's called butt crack this isn't anything like donkey punch right I don't know but you know what I'm gonna look it up <laughs> but or because the only movie I can think of that involving butt crack is um bad Milo which was a monster that lived inside a man's asshole no no this is uh, apparently I'm gonna find out this is just a movie that somebody just posted that and all they wrote was this is an actual movie that I am watching on Amazon Prime. <laughs> yep. Okay, here it is. Let's see. I'm going to tell you all about it right now, now that I'm talking about it. Wade's constantly exposed butt crack annoys his roommate Brian and Brian's girlfriend to a point where they decide to kill him. Unfortunately, Wade's vengeful voodoo sister zombifies his ass as well as the rest of his body to terrorize Brian. And it has three stars on Amazon Prime. Only three? Only three. It's apparently right made then. in 1998. Well, now I feel like I gotta watch it. Still probably not as insane as One-Eyed Monster. Oh, jeez. Have I ever... I know I've told you about One-Eyed Monster, but I don't yep. know. I had to have mentioned it on the show at some point, right? If not, go for it. There's no way I didn't mention it. God, there's no way. One-Eyed Monster is a movie where a crew of people go to a cabin in the woods 
to make a porn and Ron Jeremy is there and like a meteorite falls out of the sky and kills Ron Jeremy but brings his dick to life as a killing monster that just runs through the cabin killing everybody. There's another one. Uh, I can't remember. I don't remember the name of it. Someone told me about a long time ago and it just always stuck with me hmm. of a uh, film where a guy is making snuff films Mm-hmm. Uh, but his dick is alive and does cocaine and then kills people. Is this the one that, oh God, did, is this the one that you sent me or I sent you a gif or video of it on Twitter? It's the black dude? That really, no, I sent you that. That's a completely different film okay, that I that need to watch. Also horrible. That was another film. What is it about? It was about dicks that kill people. It's it's fantastic as well. Oh I'm surprised God. no one's made like a night of that. That should be like a feature night at your movie theater very soon. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna mail email them immediately. Oh my God, that'd be so weird. Um, I did read some comics. You did. Uh, okay. I, I well, I'll explain. Like I'm poor. Sure. And I was so like, I. I shouldn't be poor right now, or I shouldn't spend money right now. Sure. But I did. I went and bought like my stack of comics that, um, because I haven't bought them in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are ones that, um, I w- am continuously reading, like Savage Avengers, which I might stop because I'm kind of bored with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that interesting at this point. Okay. Um. However, I did read the newest issue of Absolute Carnage. Nice. Where he is now just a straight up like demigod. Hmm. And how's that it's working? It's so out? good. Okay. It's really good. Like I I've been on I've been on record saying I've been hating what they've been doing a lot with the symbiotes mm. lately. Sure. But man, this stuff has made me like uh has made me re- like question some of my problems with it really okay it's it's not the greatest but some of that stuff is very like interesting and the i i hate the i i'm not gonna lie i really hate the fact that there is a series of that they've turned car like there was a whole thing where there's now a symbiote god yes you've talked about and that before Null mm-hmm. and whatever and i hate that stuff but with the stuff we've been doing lately with carnage has been vicious and just like puts a weird take on his character that i've been so down with i'll have to boot up marvel unlimited and check it out i haven't opened up marvel unlimited in a while i've been too busy but i'm gonna have to check it out and then and then i read a book called the green lantern black stars that one i have a new green lantern okay that one i haven't heard about what's that one uh i i'm not too sure uh uh, I'll just read the plot because I tried it. I can't. It's hard for me to describe. It's basically a future where I guess the Green Lanterns are dead. Okay. And there's like a little. Um, there's like Mon- uh, Mongol, uh, Yasmult, and Parallax, a mm-hmm. version of Parallax. So now have like, there's like a new core that just. With I don't even know how to describe it, but they're like going from place to place. Like killing everyone off and trying to make everyone members of the of the Black Stars. Interesting. I don't know. It's is weird. it a black label book? No. No. Okay. Just a DC Universe, um, normal style book. All right. Um, Interesting. And then I I thought I was done with DCs, but I guess I was wrong because there was one last issue. Hmm. Uh, that came out that was really good where Superman's infected uh, and basically everyone's just trying to get away from the survivors are trying to get away from Superman Mm -hmm. makes sense Uh, because everyone's dead basically except for a small group and Superman realizes uh, and then the like the the Green Lantern Corps basically shows up at the end of the book to fight Superman and Superman realizes he can't win so he okay. goes and sucks up the sun and it basically is the end of earth 2 hmm really 
That's the way. That I haven't read any of Deceased either. I guess now I'm gonna have to read this. It's, it's really good. Okay, I believe uh, you. At, and then there was a new uh, Marvel Zombies Resurrection. There's uh, a new. Oh, I didn't is, know that. Which it which came out it came out this past week. I am so far um, behind on so many things. I'm so like I'm so far behind. I went in and they have like this new series of comics from DC, which are like basically Elseworld stories, mm-hmm. uh, like Nightfall and um, Blackest Night. Where it's like, did, what if these? It's basically their versions of what ifs. Okay. And hmm. I want to get them all, and I was like, I have no money right now, and this is a horrible thing. Um, Man, but yeah, I yeah, but I read that new DC, uh, the new um, Marvel re- Marvel Zombies, which is basically zombies show up again, and of course, uh, yeah. And then I read that Joe, the first Joe Hill comic, the head in a basket or basket mm-hmm. of heads, basketful heads. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it was only a first issue. Sometimes it's hard to tell yeah. with first issues. Yeah, but with my money and the way it's been lately, I don't know if I want to engage in getting more. Yeah, true. You know I mean? Fair enough. Yeah, who knows? I could be wrong, but I've it's it's fine. Yeah. And then was there anything else comic wise? I think that was it for my comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other thing of note that I did, and I mentioned on our on the pot on our instagram and i showed some photos of it is as most of you know i'm a giant godzilla fanatic yeah and barnes and no this month is barnes and noble's criterion 50 percent off sale Mm -hmm. so i bit the bullet and bought the criterion godzilla set that box is so pretty it's so pretty it's so cool um i have been working my way through it Mm -hmm. i um, four movies in, I did Godzilla. Uh, I did both the American and the Japanese version of the original. Oh, God, that American uh, version of the original is so boring. <laughs> it's so bad. Yep. It is so, it's so awful. And then I watched the Godzilla Raids again, mm-hmm. as well as the American version of God of King Kong vs. Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I will circle back around for the Japanese version which has never seen the light of day I am uh, curious what the difference is with the Japanese version I'm curious too but I'm gonna wait on that until I get through the rest of them yeah um, last night I did Mothra versus Godzilla mm-hmm. and tonight's King Ghidorah uh, the three-headed monster oh that's great it is a fantastic box set it's like I'm glad I got it have they, but at the same time, did they do I any, hate myself uh, for it. Oh, sure. Did they do any, like, remastering or anything? Do they look pretty good? or They look, they look fantastic, nice. honestly. The, some of them are re- digitally remastered. Um, the ones that haven't been on Blu-ray yet. There's a couple of, of them that are in this set that have never been on Blu-ray. Yes. You can't find them. Um, the book... It's a it's so it's in a book. Mm-hmm. It's not like a normal Blu-ray box set. It is like a a foot and a half tall book. Yep, yep. Um, that each that comes with a whole page of notes about everything you're getting. Each uh, they got different artists to do a page for each film as as like a history on it. I've seen some of the artwork. It's really nice. It's fantastic. Yeah. I love it so much. Even the shitty movies. That are in this box set that I'm going to have to watch. Like, yep. All Monsters Attack. Oh, that's the problem or with Godzilla the Godzilla versus Megalon. Yeah, that's the problem with the Shawa era. It's got some of the worst ones. It's got some really good ones, but then it also has some of the really, really bad ones. Yeah, but Godzilla versus Hedorah, the smog monster. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get into that. Oh, you get to watch uh, all the movies with Manila in them. Yay. <laughs> I am so stoked. Well, that's the whole premise of All Monsters Attack I'm... is the kid who fantasizes about hanging out with Manila as he fights Gabara as a bully. I know. It's so exciting. It's my favorite film. Those are the best ones. Ugh. <laughs> um, so I have a nice little setup. I'm 
I, I'm still contemplating taking out the Godzilla figures to put around it because I have a nice little setup. But until I get like, by oh, I'll wait till I get like a it came with glass case. It came with figures. No, it, no, it's my figures oh, that I have. Oh, okay. My, the two NECA figures I have, even though I have a, I have a whole <clears throat> plan of a setup if I can ever get the rest of my Toho collection out on this coast. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, if uh, it had come with figures, that would have been really cool. Even if they were like, if it came, if it came with like its own figure, like, oh, you get this with it, then I'd be like, ah, uh, yeah, it was totally worth it. Mm-hmm. No matter, I mean, it was totally worth it anyway. Yes, but like of I went, I went shopping. I went, I went to a couple of toy stores the other day just to get out of the apartment. Mm-hmm. And they, there's a couple stores that already have this the series two of the Terror Tunes. Uh, who's in Terror? Uh, not Terror. Who's in uh, Wave Two? I can't remember. Wave Two is Pinhead. Yes. Uh, Leatherface. Okay. Um. Oh shit! Who else is in it? Uh, it's oh crap! I have to look it up. See, it's you know, Chucky and Chucky and and his and his what's her name? Yes, the um. And, I know who you're talking. It's all I can think oh, of right Ma- now is the and Michael. Oh, that's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jennifer Tilly's character. Jennifer whatever, Tilly's like, character is all Sandy or whatever. Sally. Yep. Uh, yeah. it's that. That's the line. So you get like Chucky and Sally together. Mm. Um, which I still want all of them. Yeah, the terror they're, tunes are they're, pretty cool. They're they're really cool. But I almost bought the Shin Godzilla that I saw. Okay. Just because I don't own a Shin Godzilla. <laughs> Did I tell you I finally bought Shin Godzilla the movie? No, you didn't. I got it at Walmart the other day for ten bucks. Nice. A buddy, a, a, an old coworker of mine, bought it as well mm-hmm. for like at Walmart. Because I've seen like, it, it's but so I good. didn't actually own it, and I'm like, ten bucks. I'm getting this. <laughs> Yeah, I need to I need to rewatch it again because it's just so freaking. Me good. too, because I've only seen it the once. Uh, when I was up, I think I told you this already. In fact, I think I said it on the show. But when I was at the toy con, they had the burning or nuclear blast or whatever it's called, Shin Godzilla. Oh, I don't think you mentioned that one. Oh, okay. It, the uh, the NECA version of like he's all like turning purple right before he did. Yeah. The, yeah, they had that version up at the Toy Fair. I almost bought it, but it was a little bit on the expensive side. So yeah, the only the only Godzilla figures I have on this coast are the NECA Godzilla King Burning NECA Godzilla Burn uh, King of the Monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the newer one, the blue one. And oh, I still need to buy the, King of the Monsters yeah. on Blu-ray on four K. I don't the, have it yet. Uh, yeah. And then Kong, the Kong versus Godzilla one. Okay, I and mean, I still have. need to get the first appearance, Godzilla. When I'm, I can never remember which ones I actually have. I know what they look like, but I can't remember like what they. When I'm out in the wild looking for new ones, I'm like, oh yeah, I can't remember. We which. talked about this last week, but it wasn't God's. Like I was saying, how I did that with Godzilla's, and you were like that with Predator. Hmm. Right. Exactly. I was on. Uh, I don't know. I might. I might put some money in to get some of the. Attack uh, killer clowns from outer space figures that are mad expensive. Yeah. Oh, speaking of mad expensive, I was on eBay earlier just for the hell of it, uh, just kind of looking up like different Green Lantern figures, because uh, I was like, you know, I only have one John Stewart figure, and uh, I'm missing a couple of the Alien Green Lanterns. Let and I'm even though I'm not gonna buy anything, let me go on eBay and just look. And somebody had put up the yellow lantern predator, just the predator, yeah. and they wanted eighty bucks for it. I'm like, that's uh, that's that's a lot, but I should have yeah. expected because it's it's an exclusive that they're not gonna put any. Uh, and I'm like, I wasn't gonna buy anything, and I'm not gonna buy this for eighty bucks. But this doesn't bode well for if I ever decide I do want this really bad. Yeah, on the cheaper side, I did <clears throat> see what people are selling the Killer Clowns Funko Pop figure. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's like 20 bucks. Oh, okay. That- so I was like, okay. I'm like, all right. That's not too bad. So if I want that. Um, but oh, I did see a really nice Hellraiser. 
Speaking uh, of twenty bucks, I, that's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, I did buy. Uh, I shouldn't have, but I did buy two figures today because I was at Walmart. They're both Captain Americas. Uh, one of them is the Avengers Captain America that looks, you know, like Captain America from the first Avengers movie. Uh, and the other one I bought is a Walmart exclusive. They have one where Cap comes with Mjolnir. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. Mm-hmm. I got that one today. It was nice. Uh, they were both like sixteen and change a piece. So I try and stay the Walmart. The closest Walmart near me has had the worst luck in action figures. I don't know why. It wasn't I even in such an interesting spot, and like it has like some of the crappiest places to find things. I wasn't even there for toys. I was there for something I needed in the electrical department. I needed uh, something that I had to go out back to the electrical department for, and for the electrical department, I have to walk by the toy department. So I can't just walk by the toy <laughs> department. I, I've got to go that's, in it. That's and... me. Yeah, that was me last week when I went like shopping for like fixtures and stuff. I was like, well, I'm in Target. I'm going to go look at toys. Or I was like, well, I got this. I have this shelf from if, Walmart. I might as well go take a look. If it had been, if the electrical department had been on the complete opposite side of the store from the toy department, I probably could have made it to the electrical department and back out the door without going to the toy department. But because the electrical department is literally located like right behind the toy department, I was like, well, I'm just going to walk right through the toy department. <laughs> There's a, um, there, they just put out get out pop figures. Yeah. I'm not super interested. They're kind of just boring. Yeah, I was like, part of me kind of wanted one because I have this whole thing where I want to kind of like pair figures with uh, figures with films I have. Mm-hmm. Yep, I understand. So like, I've got a so like there's I've a, got a uh, Sherlock. A, oops, I was gonna say I've got a Sherlock Holmes pop next to my. I have a collection uh, that I got from Barnes and Noble. It's a leather bound, the complete Sherlock Holmes, and I put my Sherlock Holmes figure next to the Sherlock Holmes book. So I get it. <laughs> Yeah, cause I, I, cause I have like the couple of Godzillas I'm gonna put around the criteria, and I have the Halloween Michael Myers Halloween NECA that I kind of want to put mm-hmm. with the film, and then there's a box set that comes out next month or later this month for The Fly, all four films, and I kind of want to put that with my Cronenberg my Fly figure I got when we were in Vegas. Wait, when you say all four, like. Are there sequels to The Fly, or is this there's like... the cro- there's the original with Vincent Price? That's, I know that one. And then there's the t- there's uh the two the Jeff Goldblum one mm-hmm. and the sequel to that one. Okay, I didn't uh, know that the Jeff Goldblum one had a sequel. I guess that's what I didn't know. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Yeah, because there's like there's yeah there's the Fly and the Fly two, and then there's I think two other ones that are from. Or at least one other one, and probably in uh, from the fifties. Hmm, okay. So I kind of want to get that, so I can put that with uh, my put my fly figure with that. Hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Now it's down to like I keep buying things, and then like I still don't own any of the Rick and Morty like build a figures. Hmm. I have the whole first wave. I don't have any of the second wave. Yeah, cause I, uh, like I, I needed better. I need more shelving so I can have better setups for some of my stuff. Hmm. Did I? Did you see the? Speaking of Rick and Morty, real quick. Did you see the still that at some point this season there is a red Meeseeks? Yeah. I was like, what is that? A red Meeseeks? I saw a whole. I, I saw a whole line of Rick and Morty figures through Pop. Hmm. Uh, that I'm assuming is uh, uh, what's going to happen in this series. And there's nice. one that's like a Mises, uh, Meeseeks Morty. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So I saw, yeah, there's some weird stuff coming. I'm very excited. Me too. Me too. I'm ready. So ready. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that I'm trying to think if there's any, oh, just real quick on the toy front and on the Rick and Morty front. I was on Instagram earlier 
and I'll actually send this to you later. And if I can, maybe I'll even screen grab them and post them on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram because they're really cool. I saw this guy uh, that makes custom action figures and he made custom Rick and Morty. So he made these really realistic looking Rick and Morty toys. Ooh. They look really cool. I'll, uh, you know what? I will go ahead and throw those up on our, our Instagram, 2BG Pod, our Twitter, 2BG Pod, and our Facebook page, 2 Broke Geeks. Uh, uh, they're really good. I think that guy deserves to have some people peep his work. Hell yeah. I'll find them. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, so I'll have to find them, go back through and... I'll find I think I followed him so I'll I'll figure it out and I'll post all that stuff for everybody to see. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh that's going to be it for this week everybody. Have a good one. We'll be back next week with whatever bullshit we can come up with. By then there will be Well, we'll have well Rick and Morty, well another episode of The Watchmen. Yep. Prob- I might hopefully see a movie. Yeah, we'll see what's going on next week. Goodbye. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at AtomicGeekdom. Thanks.